What's up, Mountaineer Nation? It's Kevin Jones. Come see us July 24th in Charleston as we compete in the basketball tournament. Right now, you can get 10% off tickets with our promo code BESTVA. That's B-E-S-T-V-A at thetournament.com slash tickets. Make sure you select the 5 p.m. session, which also includes the Heard That Game before ours. That code, again, is B-E-S-T-V-A. Save 10% and come see us. We need you there. Let's go, Mountaineers. Warmer weather is finally here, and our friends at the Book Exchange have all the WVU gear and apparel to keep you looking good and feeling great. Support our show and save 25% off your order with promo code BX4FINAL4 in-store or online at bookexchangewv.com. That's BX, the number four, final, the number four. Recorded live in Morgantown, West by God, Virginia, and across the world with your hosts, Kevin Jones, John Flowers, and our lovely co-host, Ashley. This is the Final Forecast Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Final Forecast featuring me, one of your co-hosts, Kevin Jones. Got our lovely co-host Ashley with us. That's me. Super producer Dave. Hello. Trusty intern Ethan. What's good? What up? And a very, very special guest. The best coach in TBT. Best Virginia (laughs) head coach, James Long. What's up, brother? What is going on? Nothing, man. Chill. I just wanna, I just wanna, just wanna say to start this podcast. I love John. Excited to coach him, but after last year's build-up podcast, I would not have come on this if John was here. Why? Why? <laughs> wait. Why you say that? What problem do you have with John? Oh, I don't have any. I'm excited to coach John. I, he he does. <laughs> he's gonna be a, a great player for TBT, and I actually love hanging out with John. But I'll never do a podcast again. <laughs> you afraid he was gonna get in some of your dirty little secrets? Not afraid, just not, <laughs> not, not, not choosing amused. to spend an hour of my time on air with <laughs> Oh, Yes, yeah, so we can ask you, how many people have you slept with when you were in college? Did a bunch of girls throw their panties <laughs> right. at you? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, he's he's a different type of interviewer. Mm-hmm. Um, nah, to say the least. Nah, I like I, I love John. I'm not, I'm, I'm just messing. I'm not messing around about the podcast thing, but excited <laughs> to coach him. He's fun to hang out with, but not spending my time on there. Shout out to Jay Flo. Um, I think he's in. I think he's in Colombia celebrating uh, one of his friends' wedding, so he couldn't be here on the episode today. So shout out Jay Flo. What's What's been going on, James? Everything good now. Everything settled down with the team. We got all the players that we need. You You relaxing a little bit, or are you still on the grind making the game plan and all that good stuff? No, nah, it, it's gotten ramped up here past couple of days. I honestly didn't feel great about you know preparing and all that all the way up until last week, and then once we got our roster, kind of been getting going on my end a little bit, so. Uh, there's just not much you can do when you don't know your roster. My biggest thing is, you know, build build the best game plan for our personnel and our biggest strengths. So now that we know who we who we have, uh, can start kind of watching teams that are like us and uh, start kind of formulating the game plan. I mean, not too much is going to change. And if there's one thing from last year that uh, I realized, you got to pick pick what you're spending your time on. There's not a mu- not much time, so 
Mm-hmm. Uh, just accumulating all that information now and uh, feel good about where we're at and then meet with the assistant coaches and get that plan concrete before we meet up in Morgantown. Nice. Speaking yeah. of assistant coaches, Javon Carter, what? Like when I heard this last week when Dave told me, I was like, oh, time out. Wait a second. What? When did this happen? <laughs> How did it happen? I, like I'm so mind boggled by it, James. We have an amazing GM. Oh, he made it, stop he made it. it all happen. Stop <laughs> it. Oh, so it was you, Kev. Stop there it. it. He's he's lying. He's too modest. He's too modest. Uh now we were all um <laughs> we we're all in the in the room in Morgantown, me, Kev, Greg, and Javon, and we were just talking, uh, trying to get the roster ironed out. And um Javon and I were meeting up in Morgantown to work out last week and we were just there talking basketball and Javon is a basketball junkie, so, you know, he kind of was getting excited when we were talking about all the things that go into TBT, and uh, we just kind of told him, like, just join the staff. You don't have to, you know, his time is being used for a lot of different things right now, and it is off season, so he can't be there the whole time, but he does want to be here, and he's going to come in a couple of days early and help us, and, nice. you know, he's been in he's been in some pretty cutthroat situations. I think uh, Eastern... Well, he wasn't in the Eastern Conference Finals this year, but he was in the second round versus the Boston Celtics and, you know, playing significant minutes. So I think he'll have some decent input for us. Absolutely. And one thing I love about Javon, too, is he's also a good person to, like, get everybody mentally prepared because he's on a different level when it comes to, like, the mental game, you know? Like, he's just got a different attitude, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. And I think our biggest problem is going to be letting him know that he can't go in the game. I think <laughs> when the game starts, he's, he's such, wait, I, wait. I thought that's. I thought he was a player coach. I thought that's why we got him. You're gonna. You're gonna have to take that up with the Bucks front office. Oh, okay. All right. I Actually, he's, a, we he's a free agent. He's a free agent. So okay. Whoever he signs with, front office. Mm. Interesting. So, yeah. He's a competitor. He's gonna want to get in there, especially Elam ending. He's gonna love it. So mm-hmm. uh, we're excited to have him there for sure. And you know, Coach Tallman. He's that's my buddy, man. He's a uh, phenomenal perspective you know he's kind of he's the quiet guy uh for the most part in the preparation but you know when he talks it, it really hits home and he's he's taking everything in he, he gives such great perspective throughout the whole thing and you know he's a state champion coach he's coached in the best high school league in the one of the best high school leagues in the country dc catholic league so um you know we got experience we got playing experience we have we have a great staff you know i wish wish Deshaun could be there but um, is what it is. Yeah, yeah, definitely. For sure. And um, we we got some new players on the team. We got uh D'Angelo Hunter, uh, who who went to um who went to WVU for a year, and um, we got Jermaine Haley who graduated from WVU. Caleb Wesson, who is not a WVU alumni, he went to Ohio State, but kinda has WVU connections. Um, what do you think about this team in terms of in terms of talent? Compared to last year's TBT team, do you think do you think this team is better talent wise? Do you think it's just it's it's not really better, just different? Like, what what do you think about this this team, James? Yeah, it's tough to say. You know, one team's better than the other talent wise. I mean, I think we had some significant talent on last year's team. Um, I mean, if you're talking about just pure basketball talent, I mean, I think Tavon Myers is one of the more talented basketball players I've ever played with. You know, uh, Tariq is 
like Tariq's competitive nature, all the, you don't see a lot of the things Tariq does. Um, just little things like being able to get, get other guys going by his runs. Like I, I watched all our games last night and he would have a run. He had a run in every game we played. It was the beginning of team 23, that game. Um, it was right. It was the start of the fourth quarter in D2, I think. Right after halftime. And then I think the start of the fourth quarter in Woco showtime, but every time he went on a run and again, I don't, I can't remember exactly when they were, but every time he went on a run, everybody's energy was just going crazy. So long story short, I just think like, you know, the talent of last year's team was great, but in a different way. And then you look at this year's team and it's just, it's just different. Like uh, Ebanks, I mean, started for the Lakers and everyone talks about that, but he just does so many different things. Like we played that exhibition game in Wheeling last year. And how, I mean, do you remember how many points he had, KJ? I can't, uh, I can't who- remember. Um, e-banks e-banks and wheeling probably about 20 something yeah and and that was just him yeah and that was just him messing around like (laughs) yeah right so i mean you have him i mean caleb uh speaks for himself you know he's a great player at ohio state and you know we wanted a big and i think we completely lucked out and caleb uh jermaine um you know how excited we were about him i mean we we're like you know do we need a point guard but we we would kind of want a wing um, we, we need somebody who can play off of other guys. And we were going down, like naming different people, like, well, we could get this point guard. Well, we could get this wing. Well, we could get this utility guy. And then we end up getting Jermaine who can do all of it. So, and then you get, uh, you know, for D'Angelo Hunter, I know, you know, a lot of Mountaineer fans remember, remember him for who he was at West Virginia. And I think he was a good player here, but he's gotten so much better. You know, he's, he, he D'Angelo works really hard, and if you look at his year at Nichols State, he had a great year there, and then he's just continuously uh, gotten better uh, throughout his professional career. So um, we have a lot of guys who can do a lot of different things and uh, definitely excited about it. And then Jay Sean, just uh, pure, pure score, can do it every way. So we, we have a lot of talent on this year's team, but it's different. Yeah, I, I think um... – as far as uh, the the team is concerned, we have a lot of different ways we can play. We can we can we can go big. I feel like we can also like we have scores. We we can we can play ice. We have the scores to do so. But I think um, my big thing, which I said to a lot of people, is our basketball IQ. I feel like all of our guys play high level basketball, have been and are still playing high level basketball. And and I and I just like that. I just like playing with other guys that I know are going to make the right decisions most of the time on the court. And I think that really helps in a situation where the, where it's win or go home and, and these type of scenarios that, you know, you can't have a lot of mistakes or they're going to hurt you no matter who you're playing. So I, that's, that's yeah. what I really like about our team. Yeah. And I think like when you and I have been talking through this whole process too, I think we've, we keep coming back to you. You just got to win the first one. Mm-hmm. You got to win the first one because mm-hmm. you can't like force that comfort with each other in one game. And I think we have a group that, like you said, are great basketball players. And I think the further you go along, the better our group will get. So we just have to win the first one. And that that's all you can control. You can't say, well, we can play so-and-so in the second game or third game. There's so much angst build up in that first game. Like, there's nothing going on right now. So everyone's building up this event um, where we get together for a week and a half and there's media. And then – you know, you, you play professional, but there's nothing like playing in front of the Mountaineer fans. 
So then you get to the Civic Center and you're playing in front of the Mountaineer fans and you have all the culmination of all these things going into the event and there's just so much. So it doesn't matter who you're playing the first game. Um, it's, it's the toughest, toughest part about it. But once if we can find a way to win and if we can uh, progress, I think we have a group that's going to play really well off of each other. Yeah, for sure. And- I have a question for you guys, real quick, and you both can answer this question. I was uh, so the Caleb Wesson Wesson situation. What is there a reason why you guys chose him? I know you say he had a connection to WVU, but but why? Like, what does he bring to the team? What's going on with that? Um, for for me, as as the uh, as the acting GM, the guy who who had to go out and and um, get the players, and you know, I always I always consulted whether it was Coach uh, Coach James or uh, Coach Tallman. I never just went out and got somebody without asking their opinion and input, even though you know they had faith in me to 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 make the right decisions. Um, mm-hmm. As far as Caleb is concerned. We were we went inside the the WVU family first, of course, but a lot of guys were still waiting for contracts, or you know either we weren't in contact with them or couldn't get in contact with them. So it was kind of hard to find a big that was inside the program, and gotcha. you know we had a decision to make: is like, okay, are we going to keep on trying to find a guy that's uh, inside the program that um and and it's not working or are we going to try to go outside the program and we and we just chose to venture outside the program and Caleb just kind of fell in our lap so to speak um he plays he plays on a team with Jay Sean out in Puerto Rico and um he originally and he originally was supposed to play for the Marquette team the Mm -hmm. Golden Eagles team and um something had happened and he you know he didn't end up playing with them so we needed and we're searching for a big man one of the best big men we can find, like, you know what I mean? Like it just, everything yeah. just kind of worked out the perfect timing. And um, right. he, as far as what he brings to the team, I think he can bring great inside presence as far as scoring. There's just uh, another added size and length to our team, which that's what we were going for. That was our, um, our vision for the team to have kind of sort of in the mode of the 2010 final four team. Um, okay. So I, I think he brings all of that. And again, he's another guy who's played at the highest level in, in college and still playing pro right now. So I, I thought it was a great addition. Nice. Kev, can I bring up some of Caleb's stats yeah, to just kind of show how like productive he can be? Mm-hmm. At Ohio State, Like he played three years before going pro at Ohio State, averaged 14 points his junior year, nine rebounds a game, one block. So he really does play like a true big, mm. and I know he can. I know he can shoot mid range too. I'm not sure how well he can shoot from three. I don't know if he can stretch the floor that well, but I know for sure he's a good mid range shooter. Nice. Those are yeah, some good he, stats. He's very talented. I mean, obviously going to Ohio State and and producing those numbers that he's did, and uh, just from me and my conversations that I've had with him, he also just seems like a good guy. Um, so that was also another part of why we wanted him on the team. We wanted, you know, we wanted good guys. We wanted, uh, guys that we felt like would buy in to what we were trying to do. And, mm-hmm. and that's big. And like I said, in a situation like this, where it's one and done, uh, we need guys who, who are going to buy in and, and, and won't be selfish and, you know, we'll, we'll do things to help the team win. And I think he's one of those guys. Caleb Wesson, what, what are your, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think, you know, we wanted, we were really stubborn through the whole process. Mm. Uh, you know, KJ and I, we never bought anything. It was great, but you know, he was awesome to work with, but we never really budged on, you know, what we wanted and we were willing to, 
you know, pay a fine if we didn't get a roster spot we wanted. Um, and that, I don't think I could have paid a fine, but uh, <laughs> we. the point is that we – we weren't going to budge on the team we're trying to build. Like, like he said, we tried to go in the alumni base for everything we could. Um, and the big, when the Caleb option opened up, it was just a perfect fit. It was, you know, we wanted a bigger guy that was talented and could rebound and could affect shots at the rim and uh, has experience at a high level. And, you know, he just, he fit the mold and everyone speaks highly of him. And KJ had great conversations with him. So, you know, we're, we're excited. I mean, that's, I think we did exactly what um, we we set out to do with this roster, and that's credit to KJ. I mean, like, I was really just kind of consulting. Like, he kind of – he had a vision. He went out to get who he wanted to get, and he would ask me, and I'd be like, you know, that this is this may be tough if we're trying to do this. And, uh, he, wor- he worked with me, and I know it was probably difficult at times. You know, I <laughs> tried to stay out of it, but I tried to – tried to definitely cut off some things before it got legs so yeah no nah, it was it was actually very easy working working with james and the coaching staff me and james pretty the more i talk with him like we kind of got the same basketball mind when it comes to certain things so i mean there were there were some things that i thought maybe you know maybe we could have went with but i'm glad that we didn't settle and i'm glad that we we have the team that we have now because i i think we we have a team uh, equipped to really you know people say that we sometimes we have a team to to win it but i truly believe that and um yeah and a lot of you know a lot of people a lot of fans are like what about this guy what about that guy trust me we sh- we shook every tree to uh, yeah. any of the people yeah. that you that you're thinking yeah. about, we we went by and either wasn't right. a good fit for what we we're trying to do or wasn't available. So that was the reason why they're not on the team right now. But we we did everything we could. Yeah. No, and I think I think the main thing to understand too, like it's it the team. Like if you look at it, like you know Caleb coming in and. Um, like obviously we'd love to have everybody's favorite Mountaineers, but um, people are on vacation. People have injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, there's reasons guys, this is a really tough time to have a tournament. Like I'm surprised they get the pool they have every year. Like mm-hmm. this is guys. Some guys are just getting back from their season and it's a season like playoffs. Uh, the grind of being overseas away from your family and then you're like, hey, let us get two and a half weeks of your time, potentially four, right? Mm. If you make it through Dayton, and it's just it's just hard. And then for us too, like we're not just gonna, we didn't want to build a roster where the tweets sounded good, you know. We wanted to mm. build a roster that could win. We're not. I'm not coaching in something like this to, you know, get get some social media attention and and look good while we do it. I'm coaching in this to win. KJ's playing in this to win. Like we're all wildly competitive and we, we built a roster. We we said, and KJ and I would have this conversation sometimes too. I'd be like, okay, let's just fast forward a little bit. And I'm the last person to look ahead. If you think I'm looking past Virginia dream for half a second, you, you don't know me, but I was like to win the basketball tournament, let's take some of the best teams in the TBT. Um, uh, now I say that I can't even think of one, but you, Bayheim's mm-hmm. Army, and I would be like KJ, if we're playing Bayheim's Army and Dayton, can this roster compete with them? 
And we would have conversations like that. Could this guy be on the floor in a game against Beheim's army? And that's how we would go down this road about building a roster. Each guy had to be able to compete on ESPN for a million dollars. And I think, you know, trying to find that uh, common ground of, you know, making sure this is a West Virginia alumni team and doing it the right way and in a competitive roster that can win was the, was the hardest battle to fight. Mm. No doubt. We got it done, though. I'm I'm proud of the like I said. I'm proud of the the way we handled everything. Um, we didn't settle some decisions, like Jermaine took to the twenty third <laughs> hour before yeah. before the deadline, but we still got it done. And um, yeah, man, I'm I'm excited about it. First game Sunday, July twenty fourth, seven p.m. against Virginia Dream. I don't know much about them, but I know by the time uh, Coach Coach James is done scouting them, we'll know all we need to know and. Uh, yeah, man, I'm ready. Ready to get after it. They got some. They got some good guys. I looked them up last night. Uh, good guard, Ed Polite, one of the more physical rebounders in the TBT. Had a great career at Radford. They got. They got some guys. I, I coached against a couple guys here at uh, Tech as well. So, um, they they got some players, man. If you're in if you're in the TBT field, you have enough to beat anybody on any sure. given day. So. That's a fact. Get ready for a summer of basketball. Bring the family and watch Best Virginia get ready for the basketball tournament at our exhibition game Saturday, July 16th at Fairmont State University. Tickets are $10 for general admission and free for children 10 and under. We also have basketball skills camps for children 6 to 13 in Morgantown, July 17th and South Charleston, July 22nd. Sign up now online for $60 or $75 at the door. Learn more and get your tickets today at bestvirginia.org. Let's go Mountaineers. We actually had a tweet um, that I'd like for you guys to answer from uh, David S. He asked, who took the longest to recruit? Mm. Mm. The longest. Mm-hmm. Um, Banks. I was gonna say probably was Banks. The last minute, but <laughs> yeah, but Jermaine's Jermaine was tricky, man. Jermaine, it's it's like he he wanted to, but then like he didn't know enough about the the information about the tournament. But I I have no, I, I would say I would say Jermaine, even though Ebanks we were trying to Ebanks was even since last year we was trying to get Ebanks. Exactly, I would yeah, say more so Jermaine though. For for me, the yeah, hardest Jermaine. for me to to get. <laughs> Jermaine's on our first team worst communicators. Oh, oh, for sure. Uh, so he, he wasn't necessarily like inquiring about information or like being clear. So Jermaine's was just a classic case of not rushing to answer his phone. But Ebanks, we tried recruiting July of last year. So I would say Ebanks. And then we were waiting to see on a situation he was working on. And when we found out it didn't happen, we were just sitting there like praying, man, I hope D- Ebanks plays. And, uh, yeah. For me, it was Ebanks because we were sitting in uncertainty for months. But yeah. Jermaine just Jermaine's just on our first team. Uh, all, all worst communicators. So yeah, <laughs> Ebanks was more of a time and situation. That's why I wouldn't say like he wanted to play. Ebanks wanted to play. We didn't really have to. I didn't say we have to recruit him. It's just the fact of you know whether his schedule will open up. Yeah, um, and but yeah, 
I had a random random thought too, just to play into the like how crazy it is to build a roster in the TBT. And again, this is KJ. I'm just like the consultant. But we have like when you do well in TBT, like we had some of our guys getting recruited by other teams. Like Ooh. it's it's the mm-hmm. wild wild west. Like people are getting offered, you know, experience with a different team. So you're fighting so many battles. Um, but the best Virginia experience was just something that like all these guys want to be a part of. Like uh, some of the guys that can't play on this year's team I've talked to and they, they know they're going to miss it. Like that, those games are just so much fun to be a part of if you're playing for best Virginia in Charleston with the, the whole experience around it. I got to ask you a question, James. I never asked you this, but what, what is more, what is harder in your opinion to prepare for a college WVU tech game or, or a TBT game? Like what do you, what stresses <laughs> you out the most? Definitely, definitely a TBT. I mean, it's it's the most stressful thing I've coached in. Like, I didn't even, like, take care of myself great last year. Like, just watching film and getting, like, three hours of sleep and then working out. And, like, because you got to work out to keep your mind fresh. And I was just worn down by the Team 23 game. Like, it was yeah. it was nuts. Like, I, I needed, like – and I never need time off. But I needed, like, two days to just do nothing. And someone may think that's crazy, but – you know, I wanted to make sure that I was prepared because I couldn't look myself in the mirror if I wasn't prepared for you guys and in the situation we were in when we thought we could have won it. But in college, it's so easy to adjust through your year because you've been doing stuff for so long. You've mm. practiced different things. Like you can add a post trap late. You can be like, okay, well, we're going to do this on this couple of possessions, but you can't throw too much at you guys because it's not fair to you all. Hey, let's do this even though we've never done it and never talked about it, you know. But with yeah. pros, you you can do some more complicated things in the moment. So it's definitely hard to prepare for TBT. And even then, like two examples from last year, like uh, Woco Showtime. When you're, or we'll just say Virginia Dream. If you're getting ready for uh, Virginia Dream, and there's a guy who shot twenty percent from three in Portugal, he mm-hmm. may have just been in a terrible situation in a mm-hmm. terrible system playing the wrong position. So right. you prepare for a non-shooter, but then he's actually a great shooter and he's playing in a comfortable situation on his roster for Virginia Dream. And then you prep for him as a non-shooter and you're helping off of him and doing different things. And then he makes five threes. Well, you can't get that back because there's three nine-minute quarters and then a four-minute segment before the Elam ending. That's hard yeah. fight that battle back, but you have yeah. to go off the information you have. And then, you know, you have you have different things like Team 23 last year. You know, we prepped for all these different strengths. And, you know, their coach does a great job. And I don't even know if they, like, mean to do this stuff. Like, I'd love to give them credit. But it's uh, it was such a weird thing. Like, Washington didn't play the little point guard from Miami of Ohio, who's a phenomenal guard. He didn't even play until the fourth quarter of the team 23 game. Mm. And it's like, they just saved them to be a complete jolt of energy. So they took out their starting point guard. It may have been late third quarter. They just completely took lemon out and put him on the bench. He never got back in and just let Washington play the whole end of the game. And he changed everything. And you're, so you prep for both guards, but then you only get lemon for the whole first half. And you're, you're thinking, well, Washington's not playing this game. And then he comes in the fourth quarter and changes everything. 
And then you watch them two games later against, I think against blue collar you or somebody in the final four, he went like eight for eight from the field and he played the whole time. Wow. And you don't know, it could have been strategic. It could have not been, I'm going to stick to playing your best players as much as you can and <laughs> a rotation. But, um, you know, it's just like, that's the thing. Like it's such a weird thing to, to prepare for. And you, you just have to operate on certainties. Like I know if we do this, they'll do this. You can't be like, well, this guy may not make shots. You just right. kind of got to pick your poisons. But those yeah, are my examples of. Yeah. That'd be super difficult. Like hearing you explain that, I've never really thought about that. But dude, <laughs> like literally, how do you prepare for something like mm. that? Because you don't know what's going to be thrown at you, how they're going to do it. Yeah. You know, these people playing together are totally different than, say, the people that they played with when they were in college or even their pro career. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's wild. Yeah, I think – I think, and I hope KJ could say this, and I hope I'm not putting him on the spot, but I would hope that one thing – and I don't talk about myself a lot, but I think if there's one thing that our staff will do well – it's that like our team will know who we are and we'll know like what we need to execute to be the best version of ourselves. And right. I feel like that's where you can find your confidence uh, going into something like this. And I, I hope that our team felt that way last year and that I know they'll feel that way uh, this year. Oh, for sure. I mean, speaking from a player standpoint, there there's not one player in there that can say that we weren't prepared before any game last year. We knew we knew everything we needed to know. And now obviously, like James pointed out, you know, it, it the game may not go the way the scouting report says is gonna go, but that's you know, the end game adjustments, that's something different. But as far as from a from a pregame standpoint, I, I felt very comfortable with everything we knew. And um, you know, James James one of those guys, he he's so hard on himself. I'm like, man, like you did the best we could do. You know, at the end of the day, we as players have to go out and execute. It's a you know, it's a hand in hand relationship, it goes together. So I think also in the beginning James, from first game to third game, you could see the difference of just like James, like confidence as a coach and just coaching us. And I think that's that's gonna that's gonna go even further in this year that he's more comfortable with uh, some of the guys that he's coached last summer, and it's just gonna make that relationship much more stronger. And I I think I think it'll it'll be better a better winning uh better towards uh, winning and getting further than we did last year. No, I appreciate that, man. And yeah. One thing that I I appreciated about last year was how much guys were bought in and invested in listening and would, you know, executed it. I think it was a difference in hearing things out and being like, yeah, yeah, I agree, and then going out and actually trying to do it. Mm. And I think I think everybody did that for last year for the most part, and I appreciated that. It gave me a lot of confidence and made me a better coach this year. And I, I did take last year – really hard like I, I I think about it I mean every week at least about just things I was like man I can't believe I did that or we stopped doing this or like but it's it's a good thing you know I'm 29 and learning and that's why we're doing it you're never gonna you're never gonna be a perfect coach and that's what I love about it and mm -hmm. love about basketball so it's it's fun Absolutely. Uh, we had another uh, tweet from uh, D Doc twenty one twenty two. He says, "Who wanted to play? For, uh, who wanted to play, but for legit reasons wasn't able to, as opposed to not being interested, but wanted to and couldn't." Uh, 
Well, Nate Adrian. Yeah. Aww. I was going to say, it depends on what you consider a legit reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> All these uh, guys, I'd say, I mean, I don't know, KJ, I'd say pretty much everybody from last year. I mean, yeah, everybody had a great life. experience, I think. I mean, there's a couple guys that probably, I mean, we're not going to name any names, but yeah. didn't want to play and we probably agreed. But, I mean, it's just not for – you get you get 10 professional basketball players, everybody's getting paid to play basketball and everyone's not going to play as much as they want. And when you come out, you want to go right back in, but there's only – in three quarters, there's 27 minutes of play. Like, there's not a lot mm -hmm. of time. So, it's it's just tough. But, KJ, who do you think would yeah. want to play the most that – um, yeah, I would say I would agree with you, Nate. Nate Adrian, you know he had, he had uh, back surgery um, from from his season, so and we we definitely wanted him back on the team. Um, so I, I would say Nate for sure. That's that was a big key to um, why we why we won the games that we did last year. Um, but with, with that being said, I also think um, I think Tanner is a great addition for the fact that we couldn't have Nate. I think uh, Tanner will come in and, you know, he's not the same exact player Nate is, but I think he, he can be uh, – he can help us as well. Yeah, he does. I watch him love Tanner's game, and he just fits fits the mold for, like we said, the team dynamic and competitiveness and being able to be in a, in a big game in the TBT. And he's better than Nate in some areas, and he's probably not Nate in some others, but – that's basketball and that's being a basketball player. You know, he's going to help us, help us in different areas than Nate did. Um, but they're, they are very similar, but also Nate's back surgery, just being on the podcast. I think it was just something minor. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing, nothing, nothing okay, crazy. Yeah. So I don't Spinal want... replacement, breaking news. No, <laughs> no, no, we don't want to put that out there. He's out, he's out walking around and stuff. He's good. No, he's yeah, working out. We, he was yeah, working out uh, with uh, me and Javon. <laughs> wow. It's just Already a shame that it. Chase Harler wanted $250,000 of the million-dollar prize, and he just, like, priced yeah. himself out. That's, well, that's well, he's getting, well, he's getting married, so that's that's understandable. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, I don't think Lindsay would approve of <laughs> practice because we on the wedding day we have an exhibition, so he would have to choose. Yeah. Oh, so they're and, of course, he would married. choose us on that day that was it july 15th or 16th 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 yeah so everyone knows yeah. july 16th is the exhibition game you can come see the team players uh but it's ten dollars for general admission and kids 10 and under are free and yes sir yes we're and we're working on a we're working on a great opponent a great great opponent Ooh, little teaser any little teaser no yeah <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so if you so want tickets for the exhibition game, go to bestvirginia.org. I just wanted to put that in there. Skills Camp, July 17th, the day after the exhibition game, Morgantown, Milan Park Community Center. And July 22nd, we're having a, a, another Best Virginia Camp, South Charleston Community Center. Nice. Get registered. We're working. Bestvirginia.org. We're working out here. I love it. Um, so if you guys win the first game and Marshall's team wins their first game, we will be playing against Marshall for our second game. What Ooh. do you guys make of that? And are you excited? 
I'm not talking about. Yeah, I don't want. I, I don't say, want to either. I don't want James to either. James said he wasn't looking past the first game. That's why I didn't bring it up. <laughs> because we, because <laughs> a lot of people thought that we might be meeting in the in the third game last year to, instead of Team Twenty Three, and that didn't happen. Um, so yeah, we we won't talk Here's, about that until it happens. Yeah. Here's my thing: if I'm completely empathetic, if I was in media or I was, you know getting traction around this event i would only talk about that i would go to every player <laughs> what do you think about playing marshall i get it like and there it would be great and i think it'd be awesome for charleston but in reality like from a coaching perspective we're playing professional basketball players we're we're getting together for one week with 10 guys that have never played together and how much do you really get accomplished in one week so you're on ESPN with a team that only has played together for one week with a group of guys who play together all summer. You don't know. They may be in the same place all summer and they're professionals. So it's just like, you know, we got to be Virginia dream. Like I'm, I'll only think about them the whole time. And I mean that. And then Marshall, they got to be founding fathers. I don't know a thing about founding fathers, but it's a four or five game. So, you know, it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got some work cut out, and I'm not wasting any thought on playing her. That we'll figure that out on the, if we happens. And then also on another note, I don't know. I I feel like this, I, James. I don't know if you feel like this. Yeah, it's it's a best Virginia versus. It would be a best Virginia versus heard that game, but to me, it's it's not the same feel. College because not every guy went to. Marshall and not every person went to West Virginia. So, of course, those two names are connected in a way, but I, for me, it's just not the same feel. Of course, it would be exciting for the fans, but as a player, there's no real extra motivation for me. Like, it's it's still like, yeah, it's, it's Marshall, so to speak, but not all the guys went to Marshall. Like, no, I, don't, I don't know. I, maybe I do, do you have... feel that way or? No, I don't. I think it has that feel. For the most part, okay. I think that majority of their guys from Marshall. That's that's just me. Like if okay. I if I was going into it, I I would think like that. But it also it doesn't add any value to me. Like you're saying, like it's not like oh we're playing Marshall. Let me prepare harder. Like it yeah. doesn't change my job at all. I'm gonna yeah. do the same. We I was on staff when we played Marshall in the NCAA tournament. Like it wasn't oh my oh my gosh we're playing Marshall. No, we're trying to win our second round game, and this mm-hmm. is how. Like it's it doesn't. There's no extra value to to me, but for a fan's perspective, it would it would make me it would make me come to the Civic Center if I was on the fence. If we were playing D two or we were playing heard that and I was on the fence, I'm going if it's heard that, you know? So mm-hmm. like it doesn't do anything for me as a coach, but if I'm a fan I would be more inclined to come. Yeah. I'll be excited because the fans are excited, so there you yeah. go. Why everybody needs to go support our team. The more, the better, because then, I mean, I, cause I know you guys feed off that energy, obviously. So the more people we can get down there, that'd be great. No. Sure, and sure. If, I tell people all the time, anyone I've talked to about team mm-hmm. basketball in general, it's such a fun game to be at. All my mm-hmm. friends that were there can't wait mm-hmm. to go this year. Like the atmosphere, even if it's just the lower bowl of people in the civic center, like it's electric. It's such a fun basketball atmosphere, and you definitely should go, regardless of who you're playing, because that Elam ending and it means so much to every guy involved. Like, 
it's a fun game to watch. It's not like going to a bad non-conference game. Very and I nice. think some of the current team are going to make an appearance at the game too. Hopefully, like last year, uh, that'd so be dope. Meet some of them. Yeah, that would yeah. be. By the way, we have a, a promo code Best VA to save ten percent off our single session tickets at thetournament.com backslash tickets. Uh, for everyone who doesn't know, our first game is set for July twenty fourth at seven p.m. It will be on ESPN two, but you should come see the team play regardless, especially if you can make it. Uh, the 5 p.m. session includes our game and the Heard That game before that if you're interested. But again, promo code, code BESTVA, thetournament.com backslash tickets. Uh, so we also had another tweet from uh, W. Chuck P. He says, no question, just wanted to say I'm excited to watch you guys ball. I'm pumped for the Haley pickup, one of my favorite transfers in Mountaineers, period. Uh, team dude that plays hard, guards one to five. He got robbed by COVID for all the work he put in. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree with that tweet. Uh, Jermaine was, is one of those guys, like you said, he can play multiple positions. He can play point guard if needed. He can play, you know, other positions. He has that length, um, that size athleticism that, um, that we could use in a tournament like this. And, um, like I said before, that, that was one of our visions to be able to, to have uh, switchability at each position. Um, and, uh, you know, do some different things, not only on offense, but on defense as well, if we need to switch it up. So I, I think uh, adding Jermaine was a big, big piece to, to what we were trying to do. Nah, for sure. Def definitely excited about Jermaine. Gives so much. I think this team is so versatile. Really excited. To, to I think it's going to be a, be a great tournament, but all that matters is that first one, so. Do our best job to win that first one. KJ, I do have a question for you. All right. Real quick. Watching the Woco game last night, and you make the layup, and you just mm -hmm. put your arms up, and everyone comes, grabs you. Please tell me what it, what what the feeling going through your mind when you score an Elam ending bucket. Man, um, that was probably one of the highlights of, like, my basketball career. No bullshit. Like, um, just – yeah, I, my, my family was in attendance there. So for me, in my mind, I'm just like, yes, we won the first game. <laughs> like, that's really what was going through my head. I was like, we really almost tricked this game off. I was like, yes, we won the first game. Like, I could breathe a little bit now, and we could move move ahead. But, yeah, man, I, that was that was a great feeling. That was I, – I haven't hit too many buzzer beaters, I would say, in my career. But just like that, that was amazing. And just have everybody just – you know, come and celebrate. And even though it was the first game, just to get that, that monkey, so to speak, off our back and, and move on to the next next stage of the tournament was great. No, there's nothing like moving on in TBT, man. Yeah. That's a fact. But can't wait, man. One month. Yes. Get hyped. Let's get it. Yes. That was another episode of the Final Forecast featuring me, one of your co-hosts, Kevin Jones. I have our lovely co-host, Ashley, with us. That's me. Super producer, Dave. Trusty intern, Ethan. Adios. <laughs> and as I said it before. has the right there. Yeah, he, yeah he, you know he has it waiting for you. Uh, and as I said before, and I will keep on saying until the tournament starts, the best head coach in the TBT.
head coach no. James Wong. No, 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 no. My guy. Won't accept. Appreciate you, man. Even though you, you lie know. sometimes. I appreciate <laughs> it. It's all good intention.